This podcast is not intended to be used for medical advice and is solely the opinion of the host. Please consult your physician. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about cannabis. Community violation. (laughs) Code green plant. And we are back. I still haven't come up with a, a name yet for this series. I'm taking my time. I am your host, Christy Chanel, and I am riding solo today. I'm riding solo today. Let's see what we're going to talk about today. I kind of like, you know, just kind of go with whatever I'm thinking for that day. Yeah. So I'm not really sure. I kind of wrote down a little, a few notes as to what I was going to cover. I just wanted to talk a little bit about putting out the episode that I put out last week. I I was really kind of nervous. Like I almost didn't even post that it was on YouTube. I don't know. There's something weird about kind of marketing yourself. It's like, you know, just, just put it there and just see what happens, you know, but I know that it helps to do that. So I went ahead and did, did it. And I posted a short on Facebook and I got some really great comments and I, and I'd like to cover some of the comments that I'm getting as I'm putting different things out. But before I do that, I'd like to talk a little bit about what got me here. I just have a lot to say and I want to get to know you and I want you to get to know me. And I figured that this would be the best way to do that. I was born. So let's go way back. Let, let's take it way back. I was born in Dallas, Texas. My mom and dad met at a go-kart place that he was working at and they fell in love and they had me but unfortunately that didn't last and they got divorced my mom was a single mom for a while until she met my stepfather and i was about five years old when they met and then we ended up moving to new jersey which is from where he was from so i was raised in new jersey i came to New Jersey as a a foreigner, more or less, to, to children anyway. In first grade, I'm there. And I have this little southern accent. And I'm like, hi, my name is Christy. And yeah, so I was just one of those. I was like straight from Texas. And well, they didn't know what to make of me. They were kind of like, this person is really freaking weird. So the my first grade teacher, Miss Lisi, she, it was school 27. Um, in Colonia, New Jersey, my first grade teacher, Miss Lisi, she really liked me. It was probably, you know, I'd probably feel the same way. This little cute Southern girl, but the kids didn't like I was, I would get made fun of left and right. You know, well, I think one of the names was corroded Christie. So I felt like I was just sad a lot. I was, I was sad a lot. And yeah, my first grade years weren't the best. I didn't feel really good. And I get it. You know, you're different. You're not the same as everybody else. And kids don't necessarily know how to react to that. So I don't blame our young little minds for what happened. And I kind of actually understand why. Obviously, I don't condone bullying. And it was a hard thing for me. But uh I got through it. It made me stronger. It made me tougher. And I was able to, you know, I got a a thicker skin because of it, honestly. So I was raised in Jersey. I had some really close friends, um, but mostly I was in a relationship. I was in a relationship for almost 
all four of the years I was there. I think midway through my senior year, my high school sweetheart and I broke up. Thank God. No, I mean, he's a good guy. Uh, yeah, I, I want all the, the best in the world for him. But yeah, uh, learning about love at 14 years old from from this person was probably not the best way to start out my love life. I will tell you that right now. He uh, cheated on me left and right. And I just kept loving him and thinking he's telling me the truth. And, you know, he wasn't. He, he absolutely wasn't. So that was my start into that type of thing. Did I love him? Yes. Did he love me? Yes. But it definitely wasn't one for the the books. So, yeah. So that was my start. And then I've always been in a relationship. Like I was in a relationship my whole life. My whole life, long relationship after long relationship after long relationship. And it was just a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. So I ended up um, in another long relationship. I went to visit my dad after high school and I met my now ex there and ended up having a child from that relationship. I had my son, Austin, August 25th, and I turned 20 September 23rd of that year. So I was a young mom just figuring out who I was and raising a child. So basically a child raising a child, really, when I look back on it, because my daughter right now, my daughter right now is 21 and there ain't no way she's ready to have a, a child. So I couldn't say now I probably wasn't in retrospect ready. But at that point, you think, oh, I can do anything. I can I can be anything. And, you know, it's all great. It made me put someone else before me. It made me maybe not do a lot of stupid things that I would have done had I not been in a relationship. There's no telling where I would have gone or ended up. I have no idea. But this was the path that I was supposed to be on. And I am very grateful for that. Um, as you know, in my last episode, I talk about that my mom died at 44. Well, I was 25, 24, right about to be 25 because we're 20 years apart as well. I know, right? That's kind of crazy. Uh, so I was... 24, about to be 25, when my mom died. And I had a five-year-old at the time. So my mom was able to at least see one of her grandchildren and be a part of one of her grandchildren's lives. And she was a really great grandparent. She really was. I mean, Austin now still has really great memories and he's 30. So yeah, she she made an impression on a little five-year-old's heart. And so he has some really good memories. And I'm thankful for that because she wasn't able to know my other two. So honestly, it had to be that way. It had to be that way. That was my story. That was my path to be a young mom. And trust me, I made a lot of mistakes along the way. I still make mistakes. I think I get smarter and wiser as the time goes on. Yeah, you know, that first child always has to endure the learning curve, but it gives us an opportunity to be closer because we're 20 years apart. I get off on these tangents and I apologize for that. Uh, I'm creating a story here. I'm creating, I have a point. As we move through my timeline, I met my next future ex and I met him in... New Jersey. 
we ended up getting married. We were together over 10 years and we had Hannah Marie. Now a really cool story about Hannah Marie and her name. Right before my mom died, I was with this person, Hannah's dad. I was in Texas at the time when she passed away. But the week before my mother passed away, for some strange random reason, we ended up talking about baby names. I know it's, it's very, very strange. And she says, how about, no, no. I told her, I really, I like the name Hannah as a girl's name and then, and likes it. Oops. Let me, let me bleep that out. So if we ever get married, I definitely think it's going to probably be Hannah. She's like, well, it definitely needs to be Marie. You need to put Marie on it. And he's Hannah Marie because my ex is Italian. And she's like, it's got to be Hannah Marie. That's the name. That's the name. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I love that name. Well, she ended up passing away a week later. Well, she died in 1999. I got pregnant in 2002 and it happened to be a girl. So we got to use Hannah Marie as her name. And I feel like that's her connection to my daughter is the fact that she helped name her. I mean, you can't write that. You cannot write that. That was just like, it's so strange how life and the universe works. It really does. It's magical. It's, it's truly magical, especially, well, I can at least say it's magical in, in my life and I view it to be nothing but good things. So I had Hannah, I ended up getting a divorce and I met my youngest son's dad. I ended up being in a relationship with him for over 10 years. So I don't know if you're following along and putting the pieces together. I have been in a relationship with someone since 13 years old, 13. There's never been a full year in that time frame that I didn't have a boyfriend or a husband. So when I, I will get into, I will get into Trevor's dad. We have to discuss Trevor's dad. It's not going to be this episode, but we will talk about it because I think it directly impacts cannabis. And so I will save that for another episode, but we will talk about it in, in more detail. But not today. Yeah, I ended up asking my ex to leave in 2016 for good reason. But I was so traumatized by that relationship that it actually changed me. Like it changed me to my core. And I found myself one day alone in the house in 2016, looking around, you know, Trevor and Hannah weren't there. Austin's out on his own already. And I'm sitting there wondering, what do I do now? What do I do now? I truly only know being a mother and a girlfriend or a spouse, but I don't, I don't know anything about myself, which started me on my road and my path to this. I looked around and said, what's for me? They're all going to eventually leave the house. That's what you do as a parent. You want to raise your kids to get up and leave the house. What am I going to do with myself? What do I do? I didn't know. When I grew up, I was really into choreography. I danced for 12 years. I was on the cheerleading team. I was in voice. I sang. 
So I was all about performing and entertaining. Mostly, I think in my yearbook, I actually put, I wanted to be a professional choreographer. I actually really love to create. Even if I'm not the focal point, even if I'm not the, you know, the one everybody's looking at, I love to create, but I was no longer a dancer. I was no longer able to, to do things that I could back then. I knew that. I was very, very aware of that. I started to get into meditating. I started to get into the universe and listening to myself and being positive and spreading positivity and not living in negative. That's the first thing I changed was that. I started drinking green tea. I started working out a little bit. I started dropping a little bit of weight. All of it happened in that time frame. Then I bought a laptop because I didn't have one at the time in 2016. I bought a laptop. I put it down and I'm like, I want to talk to people. I want to talk to people. Maybe some other people out there going through that journey of trying to figure out who, they're, who they are, what they're experiencing, how to improve their life. So I opened up my laptop and I started to record. I started to record about everything I was feeling and it was called the sassy onions. I, I am not asking you to go look, but I am letting you know it still exists somewhere in the YouTube world. I don't even think I have the password anymore, but I have a, I have a good amount of episodes on there. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't highly recommend you go watch because I do not even know what I'm doing, but it's there. It's out there. So feel free. But while I'm doing this, something hits me that I had never thought about before. I could have my own business. Why couldn't I do that? Like it had never entered my mind until I turned 43, 43. And then I look back and think, what is that sound? First of all, I honestly hear this noise and it's probably, see, this is, this is all, being done in a, a garage, a man cave that my dad's created. So it could be a car outside. Anyway, so I had never thought in my entire life that I could possibly be a business owner. It never even entered my mind, which is actually kind of troubling because I bet you nowadays kids think that all the time. Hey, you know, I could work for myself. I could be an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur was not even a word in my vocabulary before 43, not even a word. And so that makes me think, why? Why was that never even considered? Could it be because the world grooms you to be what they want you to be? I mean, think about it. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, three meals. Who came up with that? Who came up with that? You know that you need to have three meals a day. Why is that? I'm listening. Because some human on this earth said you did. You need to have three meals a day. What happened to listening to your body? Just a question. Cue Taylor Swift. Just a question. I would rather listen to my body personally but I didn't even know I could listen to my body because I had three meals a day that I needed to have 
to be quote-unquote healthy. Hmm. Okay. So then we go to school. Then we go to school till we're seniors and we graduate and we're faced with a decision. Do I go to college or do I just get out into the work world? Do I just go for it? My decision was I went to college for a couple of semesters and then I was like, no, nope, not what I want. And I went out into the work world. Okay, so so if you're a kid, you're like, you know, when I graduated, I'm not ready to get out in the workforce. I I want to go to college and just figure it out. Well, going to college and just figuring it out means you pretty much have loans that you're paying well after college. So you're in debt before you even get out. So basically, you go to college now. You pay thousands and thousands of dollars to get a career and come out and you don't even make enough in that salary to pay the college loans and survive. Just a question. Yeah. So these are the things that go through my head. Why didn't I ever think that I could do it? I don't know. I I don't know. I can't answer that. I, I wish I had thought about it sooner because I'm in accounting now. Like my job right now is I manage a team of nine people. I love working with the people, but yeah, no, this isn't the career that I wanted. This is the career that I fell into. And ironically, I fell into this career because I started out in construction. Yeah, we were building buildings and and so I got into the construction world, but I loved it because I don't know. I just liked to be a, a strong woman in a, in a male dominated field. I kind of got a kick out of that. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And that's how I ended up in it. And so that's what drove me. I, I like to, I like to be the odd woman out. <laughs> I don't know. It's very strange. I don't like to follow a crowd. That's probably why I ended up in the cannabis industry, besides the fact that that's where my heart was. Like, not once did I ever think that I could do anything other than building somebody else's dream up and working for them and having them pay me. And it has nothing to do with self-esteem. I got self-esteem. I have confidence. And it's still, it just never entered my mind until 2016 at 43. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I think I, I think I could work for myself. Well, that was seven years ago. So as I'm working on myself, as I'm figuring out my life, I've decided I'm really freaking happy. I'm happy single. I'm happy figuring out my life. I'm really not looking for a relationship. And of course you get the people who are like, so are you going to find someone else? Are you going to stay in a relationship or get into a new relationship? Are you on the dating apps? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying I didn't try them. I just, I'm definitely not pursuing that avenue. And it's not because I don't have confidence in myself. And it's not because I don't think I'm a good catch. It's because I'm happy right now. I'm good. I was in a relationship my entire life. So these last seven years are about me. That That's just some of the things that have really shaped me and who I am. So yeah, I'm single. Yeah, I'm happy. And I am a, a business owner today. I know I didn't really cover much on 
cannabis so much this time, but it's only because I want you guys to get to know me. And I may not cover cannabis every single episode. It just depends on what's on my mind. I may not, you know, sometimes it could be something else, but I wanted to give you a little bit of history. I don't even know how I'm going to chop that up and edit it because I was all over the freaking place. But I did want to cover some comments because I told you last week that I would. And I think it's it's pretty phenomenal. Some of these beautiful, vulnerable people that are leaving comments on my posts. And it is just touching a lot of people. I would love to get some of these people on. They have some incredible stories. Okay, so this is coming from my Facebook page, which is simply... Vibin LLC. I had this one comment on there that I really wanted to kind of share with you. I am finding it right now. Okay. Okay. This comes from Nicole. I lost my mom to the Holy Trinity. She was a hundred percent addicted to her opiates, but she had so many doctors and doctors who didn't care. And they prescribed her three drugs that eventually killed her. She died in her sleep of an accidental overdose the Holy Trinity is a drug regimen that includes at least an opiate, benzodiapine, and uh, I don't know how, Caris Oprodol. So C-A-R-I-S-O-P-R-O-D-O-L. I'm not good at pronouncing words, so there you go. She went clean for about a month. It was only when she relapsed that the combo of the meds had the opportunity to kill her since her usual dosage was now unsafe for her. She didn't realize that, took her usual handful after being sober for a bit, and her body could no longer tolerate the high dose. In turn, I no longer trust pharmaceuticals, and it's nearly impossible to convince me to take them. I do self-medicate with THC. Doctors get mad at me when I refuse opiates because I tell them to fix the problem and stop trying to cover up the problem. They just want to drug you up and shut you up. I relate to this so, so much. I mean, it's it's a different story, but it's the same. I think our our goals are the same. We don't want to take a medicine because we know that there's more to it. We know that there's more to it. Yeah. <sighs> I'm trying to I'm trying to say this in the best way that I can. My son told me that I need to be careful with talking about big pharma, but I will touch on it because that's really where my heart is. That's really where my passion lies. I just I just need to be careful about it, okay? So, I am with her 100%. The way that I view it is it's all about greed and money. And that's the reason that cannabis is not out there right now, because it rivals a lot of pharmaceutical drugs. They get, I'm sure, kickbacks. Pretty sure. Pretty sure they get some kickbacks. I don't have any proof of that. This is just me doing some research and, and talking on it. But no, I, I don't have, I do not have proof of that. I'm sure someone that's listening to this could probably tell me a story or two where there is proof of that. But I myself... Do not know that story. I just know that uh, one pocket lines the next pocket. And before you know it, everybody's prescribing a drug that has a lot of side effects. And the doctor is saying, 
I need you to try this. I think it's perfect. And if not, you know, we'll tweak it. We'll add another one here. And oh, when you get used to it, you just take another one. You just take another one because your body's already used to that and it's not working anymore. So let's just add another another pill to it. I agree with that. I agree with that. And wouldn't it be cool if we actually knew what was happening? Like I compare it to the fact that I know nothing about cars. I know zero about cars. So when I take my car to go get um, something fixed on it, my oil changed, and they come back and say, you need the filter cleaned, and you need new tires, and you need this valve fixed, and this is dirty, and this needs to be filled. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So okay. And they charge me like a million dollars, and I went in for an oil change. Well, I compare it to, I compare that to this. You don't know what you're getting. So you have to put 100% of your trust into the doctor, assuming the doctor is giving you the best thing for you. That's my problem. There's not enough education on what's happening. Therefore, all making us little drones looking straight ahead, like having the three meals a day. Does that make sense? It's just a question. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Please hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Come hang out. I appreciate you. Have a great day. Bye now. This episode of Code Green Plant was sponsored by Simply Vibin LLC. Code Green Plant is a Simply Vibin production hosted by Christy Chanel with music produced and mixed by Timothy McGee. This podcast is not intended to be used for medical advice and is solely the opinion of the host. Please consult your physician. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit that like and subscribe button and don't forget to follow us on social media. Want more? Visit www.simplyvibin.com. We appreciate you simply vibing with us. Code Green Plant. Shh.